Welcome to the Uncomplicated Leadership Podcast with Caleb and Chrissy Cole. Join us as we learn to lead together from the simple to the strategic. Our goal is helping you uncomplicate your leadership life. What's up? What's up? Hey, yo, yo, yo. (laughs) Is that weird? Yes. Caleb and Chrissy Cole (laughs) here, and we are so excited to bring you episode five of Uncomplicated Leadership Podcast. Um, We say here that from the simple to the strategic, our goal is helping you uncomplicate your leadership life. Let's go. So we are going to continue in on some myths about leadership that we are debunking. I feel like we need like a sound that just goes. Michael, cue the sound effect. (laughs) We are debunking some myths and we're going to jump right in into this myth that leadership doesn't cost you very much. But before we jump in, I just want to remind you that if you are enjoying this leadership, uncomplicated leadership podcast, we invite you to subscribe to this podcast, share the podcast. We'll be posting on our uh, Instagram and you can repost us there and share, share the love, share the uncomplication. Yes. (laughs) Share the uncomplication. I like that. Uh, I'm excited to be on here with you once again, Chrissy. If you guys didn't know, we are a married couple and happily married for going on 13 13. years, Mm. uh, closing in on 13 years, Mm -hmm. which is amazing. But it's been really cool for Chrissy and I to lead together over all these years. And especially we lead an organization, an organization called Project Church, which we've been leading now for over eight years together Mm -hmm. as co-lead pastors. And I think that in these eight years of leadership together, uh, we have seen a lot of myths that we thought were truths be debunked. And so that's really our our goal in this is to help uncomplicate people's leadership life because I do think leadership can become very complicated. Mm -hmm. And it's actually pretty simple if you really dig down into it. Mm -hmm. But these myths are things that have helped us. Um, now that we've debunked them, they've helped us in our leadership. So, yeah, when I think about even this myth, I think about if we layer it a little bit, it's even this idea that the higher you get in the organization, the almost easier it gets because you have access to everything. You make all the decisions and goodness gracious, you have more resources. Yeah. So it's, it doesn't cost you as much. Right. But one thing we've realized is as as leadership has increased, mm-hmm. um, influence has increased. Actually, the cost of yeah. leadership has increased. And actually, uh, was watching The Last Dance. I don't know if you guys ever watched The Last Dance with Michael Jordan. Oh, let's go, MJ. The goat. The goat. The true goat. Anybody not under LeBron 30. James. Yeah, anybody under 30 does not believe that. But Although Space Jam 2 <laughs> does look like fire, straight fire, fire <laughs> with LeBron James. Um, but nothing <laughs> will ever compare to the first Space Jam with the true goat, Michael Jordan. Let's go. Uh, but the last dance, which I have now watched twice uh, all the way through, there's a quote, and it, it was this. Winning has a price, and leadership has a price. And so we want to talk to you about the price a leader must be willing to pay. Because the myth is that, you know, as you elevate your leadership, have more more influence, you'll have more resources, which means you won't have as much cost to leading. It'll be, it'll get easier. And what we've actually found is it costs you more. The more leadership you have, the more capacity you have, the more influence you have, Mm -hmm. the more followers you have, the more uh, of a price that you have to pay. That's right. And so we want to give you five prices uh, 
that a leader must be willing to pay. So mm-hmm. first, jumping right in, is the financial cost. And I think that this is something we don't always acknowledge. But one thing Christy and I have realized and, and that I've seen in leadership is there is a financial cost to leading. Uh, first, it's, it's books, right? If you're going to enhance your leadership, you have to invest in your leadership. So you're going to spend the money on books, on conferences, um, all these things that cost us money. Uh, all leaders I know spend money so that they can grow. That's right. They spend money on themselves. They invest in themselves so that they can grow in their leadership so they can uncomplicate their leadership life so they can learn strategic thinking um, methodology everything they need to be the best leader they can be and so if you're going to increase in your leadership you're going to have to invest in your leadership and so there's a price to leading not only that but i think that as leaders sometimes we have to sacrifice the most even financially yeah and that means like for us in our church Christy and I trying to lead the way in generosity. Mm-hmm. Um, when we started the church, uh, we actually, <laughs> we, we raised money for six months to help launch this church. Uh, we actually raised a large amount of money. And for six months, we did not take any sort of income. For six months, Christy right. and I survived on our savings. And it was like a, a sacrifice we felt like God was telling us to make. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't recommend it. Yeah. Uh, we were a church plant and a startup and I just felt like God was like, Hey, you got to sacrifice. And so for six months we worked tirelessly to get this church off the ground and took nothing in return. And mm-hmm. I believe God blessed us and blessed our church as a result of the sacrifice that we made. And, uh, and so that's part of the, the cost of leadership. It may be financial. Yeah. I think though, one thing we have to be careful about as it relates to financial cost is there's can be an unhealthy martyrdom that takes place so good and where we say oh this is the cost i have to give it all up we recognize that finances very quickly affect our emotional health and when you think about five prices that a leader has to be willing to pay this financial cost right into the emotional cost the emotional cost that it's going to take on you and if you're leading together with your spouse or a partner or business partner you have to recognize that they're going to be emotional um, stresses on your relationship relationships are so um, foundational in building a network and an organization everything that you need you need people in order to grow an organization start an organization and that strife comes because of financial stresses and that'll affect you emotionally so we want to make sure that we are always staying emotionally healthy in our relationships emotionally healthy even on our own yeah just acknowledging that there is an emotional cost yeah means we have to be intentional about establishing and maintaining emotional health right the way that we established emotional health is to establish a healthy rhythm of work. And so I remember joining Caleb in full-time ministry in the church. Um, I remember being, feeling like I was set up 
well because my husband Caleb had already kind of spent three years of ministry on his own yeah um, and when I was doing work outside of the church on my own started a nonprofit organization worked with a startup family business and that was kind of my mo um, I would burn the candle at both ends you it's, had unhealthy rhythms yes I was like <laughs> oh I emotional am, tolls I on am you. young I have no kids I can just stay up late and wake up early and expend all the energy I have to make this business work and to really develop this marketing department and to really do this and that or the other. And I remember um, having moments like in my relationship with my boyfriend where I was like falling apart and crying out of nowhere (laughs) and just emotionally unhealthy. And I think that it was a result of unhealthy rhythms in my work. So when I joined Caleb in ministry, um, he really... um, I would call him, you know, really laid back, chill, right? Caleb, you're pretty yes. laid back, chill. Indeed. And I'm, I was raised by a high achieving Asian, uh, excuse me, mom <laughs> and dad <laughs> <laughs> who really instilled like Way hard to not work bring ethic. Race into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I was, man, crazy in like my work ethic. I thought it was working hard, but it was actually detrimental to my emotional health. And so when I joined Caleb, I was thankful that he had years on his own where he created a healthy rhythm and established a healthy like rhythm with Sabbath, keeping one of his days um, where he just really filled himself emotionally. So do you want to speak to that a little bit? Yeah. I mean, not to belabor it, but I think that emotional health is affected by so many aspects. Mm -hmm. And a big part is rhythms, is establishing, you know, what you know will refill, refill and refuel you. Because yeah. if you're empty emotionally, if you're drained emotionally, uh, of course you're going to crash and burn. But if you have things in your life, rather regular rhythms, that that refuel you, then emotionally you're able to operate out of a abundance rather than a lack, and in what we do as leaders, we're constantly pouring out. So we have to establish rhythms that will pour into us right? or else we're not going to lead people effectively or in the right spirit, mind, heart. And so right. emotional cost is one we have to recognize and it's something that we have to establish and move towards emotional health. Yeah. And, but we have to identify the cost that it and the toll that it takes on us right. and then establish the rhythms to bring health into our lives, which really leads to, the next one, um, which is the physical cost. So the set, the third price a leader must be willing to pay is the physical cost. And I think that we know that le- laziness and leadership do not go hand in hand. <sighs> there are no effective, you know, powerful, successful leaders that anyone would identify as lazy. The cost is blood, sweat, and tears. And we know that because Christy and I have literally ble- bled, sweat, <laughs> And, and cried while well, she has. I, I rarely He's cry. He's a robot. But, uh, but, but <laughs> occasionally for it. me too, uh, <laughs> to, to move this organization forward. And yet, right, we, we recognize the physical cost it's going to take on us. We recognize that we have to go above and beyond what many would be willing to give and to pay physically. Uh, and yet in all of that, we need to find time for rest. So this does kind of connect with what you were just Uh, Mm -hmm. talking about with those regular rhythms Mm -hmm. of rest because the physical and the emotional are so tied together uh, that we, we need rest. We need to, yes, we work hard and we grind and we Mm -hmm. go, 
but there has to be rhythms. Even for Christy and I, like we've established, we're only going to have two nights a week where we have, you know, events here at the church that we're at that way we have nights at home with our kids and there's certain seasons when that's impossible, like Easter, which we just came out of because we're going, you know, we've pushed the pedal to the metal, so to say, but that's a short season, right? right. And we recognize that. And I think when we think about the really busy seasons you that require, when yes, it. when it requires like multiple nights away and us, you know, going back on those two days that we've committed to, yeah. we recognize if we have built into the rest of our year, once a week having taking Fridays off and guarding those days really really guarding those days when it comes to these really busy seasons because we've kind of stored up a reservoir of energy by taking that one day off every single week by the time we get to December when it's Christmas season or Easter when it's Christmas season there is enough in our reservoir to give a hundred percent but the rest of the year because we're taking that one day off of a week we're giving maybe 90%, but we're putting 10% away every single week. So we yeah, can go crazy. The the yeah. physical side, I think we have to recognize within that, Chrissy, which is like, just like what you were saying, the rhythms, the rest, but also what are we doing for our physical cells mm. to make us or to create the health we need for the seasons when we are going harder or to be the leaders that that do put in mm-hmm. more, that set the tone yeah. uh, in energy, in positivity, yeah. in in work ethic. Yeah. And so for me, that's eating healthy, mm-hmm. right? So I'm, I'm going to go into that. I'm not like a, a nutritionist or anything, but but Chrissy and I have been very committed to to health in all aspects of our lives. And so we eat extremely healthy, right? We're eating the right things putting the right things in our body exercise which is crazy to think if you expend more energy you'll have more energy and yet we know from science this is true yeah so Christy and I both exercise at least four days a week in the gym whether it's lifting running playing basketball for me I walk you know 18 holes once a Mm -hmm. week that's another like that's a lot that's like six miles typically when you walk 18 holes sometimes upwards of seven and yet it refuels me as I and so all of that, it, it, it sets us up physically to be able to set the tone in our organization with the energy and the grind and the hustle mm-hmm. and the work ethic that, that we need to show to those that are around us. Yeah, I've always thought, man, if I've been put on this earth for a limited amount of time, then I and I have so much that I need to accomplish, then I want to be at my healthiest That's in good. order to accomplish it and maximize so the life that we've been given. Life is physical. <laughs> like we have breath in our lungs, our bodies operate because we are alive and if we have a call in our lives, a purpose on our lives, then I want to do it in the healthiest manner. You know, so it's good. physical costs. Yes, that's our third price. A leader must be willing to pay. But fourth, this also all leaks into the spiritual cost. There mm. is always a spiritual cost. Um, and spiritually, I think that we get hit emotionally and physically. Currently, in our church, in our organization, our church leadership has experienced quite a bit of both physical and emotional um struggles and physical and emotional struggles that 
we are realizing are actually spiritual. spiritual attacks. So here's the thing. When you are a leader and you don't have to be in a church in order to experience spiritual um, warfare, but if you're the, in a, a leader of an organization, and especially if you call yourself a Christ follower, there is um, an enemy who doesn't want you to succeed in what God's called you to do and what he wants you to accomplish. So if you're a leader of uh, store manager, if you are starting a new business that has nothing to do with church gathering, if you are a church planter, if you are, if you just got a new job in a very large church, all these areas are purpose driven and given, purpose driven and given jobs from God himself. And so an enemy does not want you to give him glory for what he's given you. And so <clears throat> just recognize that you're on the front lines. Leaders are on the front lines. So we have to, in our spiritual warfare, be attuned to it and recognize that the things that are happening to us um, that may flesh out or manifest spiritually, or excuse me, um, physically or emotionally, those are tied to our spiritual health. Mm -hmm. And how do we stay spiritual healthy? I think that we have to call around us the right people who are going to be praying for us and supporting us. And that is sometimes going to require us to be more vulnerable and to talk about what we're actually experiencing, what hardships we're actually having, what struggles we actually have. Because in previous myths, we've, we've talked about how sometimes leaders don't want to be vulnerable. They want to look like they're really strong and they've got it yeah. all together. But if you're wanting to, um, to win spiritually, it's going to take vulnerability and calling people to the front lines with you to support you in the battle that you're facing. Yeah, um, so good. it's really important to recognize the spiritual costs. It's, it's inevitable. And just like we, we just talked about the rhythms of rest, uh, the consistency of taking care of yourself physically with nutrition and exercise, you have to look at your spiritual life in the same way. Like the disciplines that we have in place in our life physically, exercise, uh, nutrition, rest, there is also like the spiritual disciplines that have to be in place. Yeah. There's a spiritual cost and you will be drained as a leader unless you have regular spiritual exercises in place as well. So yeah. for me and Chrissy, you know, that's in the word every day. I start every morning in yeah. the word. I read through the Bible in a year, every single year. And I did it this morning, you yeah. know, uh, I'm in, I'm in second Samuel right now and read through, mm -hmm. uh, you know, a few chapters in the Bible that I'm then able to meditate on and soak into my spirit. I spend time in prayer daily with the Lord. Yeah you know, taking my requests, my supplications, whatever mm -hmm. it is that I have in my life to him and then resting in his presence. Mm -hmm. And so I've always seen it as like, because I grew up as an athlete playing multiple sports, I learned the rhythm of exercise, of working out, of training your body. And when I became a pastor, I was like, look, I got to think of it in the same way spiritually. Yeah. Yeah. So that means just like every day I wake mm -hmm. up and I lift weights and I work out, I got to work out my spiritual muscles yeah. too. Uh, I'm praying, I'm, I'm reading, I'm meditating yeah. on what it is that he's bringing to me. And sometimes I'm just resting and listening in mm -hmm. his presence. I'm worshiping, mm -hmm. right? Like I don't start my day with, with Justin Bieber, although he does have a new gospel album. <laughs> oh, it's um, fire. I don't, I don't start my day with, <laughs> 
today's top hits. Yeah. I start my day with worship. You right. know, I start my day with 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 uh some Maverick City. Come on, somebody. Let's go. Um I start my day with some some hill song, some some elevation. Um, yeah. hopefully soon coming some project church worship. Let's go. But but I start my day <laughs> in in worship yeah. because I know that's my warfare. Yeah. I know that prayer is my power. Mm-hmm. I know that the word of God, mm-hmm. the Bible is my guide. Yeah. You know, I know that all these things, these disciplines are strengthening the spiritual muscles right. in me so I can handle the spiritual battles, right. which leads to the final go. I let me real quick. Your greatest weapon, I believe in warfare, one of them in spiritual warfare is your joy. And I think there's people listening mm. right now and they know that they're supposed to do this Say business. That. They're supposed to be this entrepreneur. They're supposed to be this leader that God has called them to be. They're supposed to lead in whatever capacity they're leading, but you have been so drained and unhealthy and the spiritual attacks have been too strong that you almost can't handle it and you've lost your joy. And that is the enemy's greatest weapon against us to steal our joy to steal our purpose to steal the hope that we have in being the leader that God's called us to be so let me remind you if you start your day in gratitude that'll help you maintain your joy I'm not saying being happy and chipper and fake and inauthentic when you go into a place and lead but you are called to joy that is your greatest weapon don't let the enemy steal that from you and then the final price a leader must be willing to pay is the personal cost. So let me read. I'm going to read a scripture, Galatians 6, 9. Let us not become weary in doing good for at the proper time. We will reap a harvest if we do not give up. This is really, you know, encapsulates all of these five yeah. prices that we would recognize that, look, as leaders, we set the tone, right? Yeah. We set the example, which means we do good. Uh, we do the right thing. We make the right choice. We walk with joy. We, we walk in positivity and encouragement to the people around us, even when maybe we're not feeling our best. And we know that if we do all this, if we continue to do good, we don't grow weary mm-hmm. uh, in doing good, that there will be a harvest. Yeah. But what happens is too many people give up too quick. And so my challenge to us today is I think the price of leadership is high and most people aren't ready for it. And what right. I've seen... Honestly, I'll, I'll be straight up. What I've seen with with a lot of people is they step into this new role of leadership, whether it's launching a business or or leading an organization or stepping into a managerial position, and the weight of leadership is heavy. Yeah. And what I've seen is that most people are crushed. They're crushed mm-hmm. by the weight of leadership. They're crushed by the weight of the of whatever it is they're leading. And so they quit and they quit too soon um, because it feels too heavy. And here's what I'm going to tell you right now, because somebody needs to hear this, is that if you don't give up, if you keep pressing through, the muscles will get stronger to where you can hold the weight and the weight will actually become lighter. When we started this church, I got to be real with you. We started this organization. I was not ready for the weight of leading a church. And there was times when I wanted to give up, but I continued to press through. And now eight years later, I'll be honest, carrying the weight of this church is so much easier. It feels so much lighter. And it's like, wait, our church is way bigger now. We own a building now. The pressures are greater, right? Mm -hmm. There's more, uh, I have more critics than ever in my life. 
um, more people coming at me, more negativity, and yet it feels lighter and easier. Why? Because over these years of not go- growing weary and doing good, not quitting, not giving up, my muscles have gotten stronger, mm-hmm. just like they do if you continually go to the gym. Mm-hmm. And now the weight of it, it's it's easier for me to carry, even though the weight has gotten stronger. And so mm-hmm. I think that somebody needed to just hear today that leadership uh, comes with a high price. And yet that price becomes easier and lighter. Just as Jesus said, my yoke is easy. My burden is light. Yeah. As we develop so the good. muscles necessary to carry that. And now, you know, not that um, it's easy, mm-hmm. but I'll tell you this. It's the lightest it's ever been, even mm-hmm. though the organization is the biggest it's ever been. Right. And, you know, I, I feel like we need to speak to leaders and remind them that you're not just leading with all these pressures and, and influence. You are leading people. And so sometimes the greatest weight that is on leaders yep. are people. And people have their own personal stuff that they're working through and their pasts. And they're, and they're trying to manage the weight of leadership that you've given them. So mm-hmm. I think there is a level of responsibility that you have as a leader to protect those that you are leading and recognizing that you are recognizing your um, responsibility to help them understand healthy rhythms for themselves and also protecting them from themselves. Yeah, that's um, so remember that you are also carrying a weight of other people and they're trying to navigate how to personally navigate and manage the stresses in their lives. So your responsibility as a leader is to help them navigate that. So remember remember that you're it's not just about your personal leadership you're leading other people who need to grow in their personal leadership it's good remember remember who you are like okay. mufasa i was singing a very no one knows this song i was gonna sing. it's okay so hey <laughs> thank you for joining us for episode five as we really broke down this myth that leadership doesn't cost you very much yeah i and feel like we we're getting real fired up there at we, the were. End. we were i mean it's it costs a lot and yet <laughs> I'll tell you this. There is no price more worth yes. paying um, Keep your than, joy. than leading people. That's right. Because I think that the rewards are far greater than anything it will ever cost you. So don't quit. Don't grow weary in doing good. Don't grow weary in, in your leadership or leading. Keep going because I believe God's got greater things for you and for your leadership life. So thanks for joining us for episode yes. five of the Uncomplicated Leadership Podcast. From the simple to the strategic, our goal is helping you uncomplicate your leadership life. Christy and I hope this helped you. Um, again, if it did, uh, share. Definitely comment. Um, you know, Give us a review on, on iTunes because that really helps. Hit us up on IG. Yeah, hit us up. Follow us yeah. at Uncomplicated Leadership Podcast. Mm-hmm. And, uh, man, share this if you can. So thank you guys. Thanks for joining us, Christy. Always a pleasure being with Always you. Always a pleasure. We're together with you a lot. all the time. <laughs> <laughs> but all the time, it is fun. Love y'all. Peace out. We hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Uncomplicated Leadership Podcast with Caleb and Chrissy Cole. Keep up with Caleb and Chrissy on Facebook and Instagram and calebandchrissycole.com where you can discover more resources. If this podcast has impacted you, please subscribe and review wherever you listen to your podcast.